0: You're listening to the Astrology Hub Podcast, practical wisdom for living your life on purpose. Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole-Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub.
1: And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's Senior Editor and Master Astrologer.
0: And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning March 4th. All right, Donna, tell us about this week. What did you choose as our theme to be exploring? Well, if I have to pick the
1: phrase catch and release in honor of all the attention on Pisces this week. That's the sign of the fish. So practicing some non-attachment may be the wisest course of action during this very wet and wild week. Ooh, wet and wild. All right, tell us about it. Well, Monday may represent the calm before the storm in the sense that it's relatively quiet day. The moon's feeling detached and objective in Aquarius. It's the only aspect is an easygoing sextile with Jupiter. But major shifts are happening happening this week. And for some folks, especially those who are, you know, psychically sensitive creatures, it's the days before the shift happens that are the hardest on them. You know, kind of like how your brain can feel all fuzzy before you actually start manifesting those physical symptoms of cold, like that only in astrological terms. So as things start moving, or rather stop moving on Tuesday, a few hours after the moon moves into Pisces, Mercury stations or stops to go retrograde at 29 degrees of Pisces, in fact. And this Mercury retrograde is the first retrograde planet we've had all year long. So it's a chance to finally slow down and take stock and review what's been going on and whether or not you like the direction things have been taking. I've already heard several folks in my practice, myself included, who over the past few weeks have complained that it feels like everything is happening all at once. I can't make it slow down. Well, it's really unusual to have two whole months and no retrogrades. We we do need some some time in our lives, some change of pace to reflect and rebalance. In that sense, retrogrades are a blessing, really. But this Mercury retrograde is a potent one. First of all, Mercury's out of his usual comfort zone in Pisces. He's often quick-witted and fast-talking nature gets really lost in dreamy Pisces. You know, we can't think our way f- through, only feel our way. And emotions are much harder to contain, too, especially the watery ones. So you may want to stock up on the tissues this week. Second, mercury usually spends only about three weeks in any sign. But because of the retrograde, Mercury is in Pisces from about February 11th all the way through until April 18th. And that's just over two months, a really, really long time. And the times when Mercury changes direction, you know, that's today and March 28th are when the retrograde ends. These are really, really intense times. So how will we work with this energy wisely? Well, I think there's a reason why one of the suggestions from Alcoholics Anonymous is to focus on the next day, the next hour, or the next minute, if that's what it takes to get through. Emotions don't work on the same schedule as thought. They need to be witnessed and released. So it's a time for all of us to be talking about emotional processing, Amanda. And I know you work with so many people yourself. What kinds of things do you suggest? for how to work through these moments of really intense emotion.
0: You know, Donna, I have been working with this a lot with my 10-year-old daughter recently. And what you just said about AA and focusing on the next hour, the next minute, the next day, you know, whatever it takes to get through. We literally just had a conversation like that the other day. Something came up that made her anxious about the future, you know, a potential reality that made her anxious about, you know, what might come. And she was so far in the story of what that future reality might be and all the things that that would mean for her, that she was in this just complete emotional tizzy. So what I did was, was just remind her about what was happening right now, you know, like right now, where are you right now? Okay. You're here. You're healthy. We're going on a whale watch today for your field trip, for your class. And I get to go with you. And this is a great day. And so one of the things that I find so helpful is, and it's so hard in the moment. And that's why having reflections around you, you know, people who can help you find that place is so helpful. I then went on to read this quote to her from the Dalai Lama and we have this sitting on our, on our dinner table right now. And it says this, there are only two days in the year that nothing can be done. One is called yesterday and the other is called tomorrow. Today is the right day to love, believe, do, and mostly live. And I just love that. And it's just, hopefully that's a reminder for all of you out there. Just stay Here, stay now. Stay in the moment. It's when we start to spiral out and project it. She, you know, she was. This is gonna mean I'm not gonna see you as much. This is gonna mean this. This is gonna mean that. It's like, well, no, you you don't know. You don't know. Maybe, but maybe not. And all you know is what what is happening right now. So hopefully,
1: that's helpful. It's a beautiful story, Amanda. And I would imagine there is a lot of emotional processing on, as you said, even even children are feeling it. But especially for those who have a lot of Virgos in their charts, you know, we don't usually talk about specific signs in these forecasts, but Neptune in Pisces is already opposite all those planets in Virgo, which is hard enough for Virgos who really like to have a sense of being in control. That's why they organize everything. But Mercury is Virgo's ruling planet. And so that perfectionist streak that makes you really, really hard on yourself, this is one of those times to remind yourself, Hey, I'm telling myself here because I'm also a Virgo, don't beat yourself up because your usual coping strategies aren't working. You really do have to feel and thinking your way through it isn't going to cut it, especially this month, because we're tapping into something deeper. All right. So, the complications continue on to into Wednesday. The planet Uranus finally enters Taurus again in the early morning hours. Well, he'll be there f- until 2026. So, that's seven years from now. So, this is that major energy shift that will take some time to unfold. These are slower moving outer planets. Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are now going to be all in Earth and water signs. So I expect on the larger world stage, what we're going to see over the next seven years is a lot more discussion about things like climate change and practical solutions to the problems we have. But it also may mean some real world disturbances too. Living in fear though isn't going to be useful. So we need to learn to live with change and be okay with it just like your daughter was working on Amanda. So today's new moon is also conjunct Neptune in Pisces and square to Jupiter. So more water, water everywhere. But It's an opportunity to learn what really sustains us at the core of our being. If everything feels like it's dissolving away, where do you stand? Mm,
0: Wow, such a good question. It's one that we've been exploring a lot on the podcast. So, you know, we've been recording the podcast episodes that you're all going to hear this March, and we're doing a series on your soul purpose. And I've been interviewing and speaking with different astrologers and life coaches and, and people that really focus on this area. And the one thing that they've said over and over is that that sense of purpose, that sense of self is so important to tune into and nourish and nurture, especially during times of change. And that you can really become the eye of the storm you know that calm peaceful centered place in the in the storm when you are really deeply tapped in and tuned into who you are and uh, so much of that too is who we are you know i think about that as things are changing on the planet as there's lots of disruption and and a lot of breakdown it's like you know being able to tap into that bigger picture of who we are becoming as humans and again, astrology is so helpful with these things, um, can just help, you know, doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable. It doesn't mean you're not going to feel fear. It doesn't mean you're not going to, you know, go into those places. But if you have a way to get back to that sense of self and that self, sense of soul, it can make it easier to navigate. And it also makes you more of a beacon for other people. You know, I've I've thought about this for a long time as it's been Prophesize. That sounds so dramatic, but this has been coming. You know, this has been building. This has been happening. We're in it. You know, we're in this time of, of change. And so that's why doing the things that help you be centered and peaceful and calm and clear. Is one of the most loving things you can do for other people because if you can be that anchor, you know, if you can be that, that eye in the storm, then others can find safe haven with you and, and then, and vice versa. You know, we do that for each other. Not everybody feels strong at the same time, but that's one of the reasons why we are going to be offering the sole purpose course this spring is because we looked at 2020 and we looked at the things that are happening. Over, you know, that are going to be happening. And it's like, gosh, what would be really important for people to start doing now? It's like, well, having a really clear sense of purpose, having a really clear sense of self, and knowing how to nurture that and cultivate it is going to be more and more important.
1: Well, amen to that. Well, fortunately, Amanda, the rest of the week is a lot calmer than Tuesday and Wednesday were. So diving into Thursday, it will be the first. Break in the clouds. So, after the moon sweeps past that Mercury retrograde, it, it slides into fiery Aries on Thursday afternoon. So, that might help folks dry off their eyes, you know, pull up their big girl panties and get ready to face another day. It's not a highly active weekend either, but, you know, after the week we've had, that may not be such a bad thing. So, early Friday morning, the moon makes an easy sextile to sweet Venus, but then no other aspects until Saturday. So, be kind to yourself. And also be kind to others, especially those. Those who've been having a particularly hard time, especially Saturday, as the moon moves into Aries and squares Saturn and Pluto and then trines Jupiter, well, and then turning void all afternoon. So, what that looks like to me, that complicated tangle of aspects, you know, mid-Saturday into Saturday in the afternoon is like folks' expectations might have been too high and then they're blaming one another for expectations that aren't meant. But that just creates a kind of echo chamber in which no one hears the other people and so no one wins. So best advice for Saturday, don't play the blame game because there's no winners at the end. And joy on Sunday morning, guess what? Daylight saving time begins in the US. So that means we spring ahead and lose an hour of sleep. So ironically, about the times folks are supposed to be changing their clocks in the middle of the night, the moon is conjuncting Uranus. And the morning starts with a Mars sextile to Neptune, which very much describes the uh, disturbed sleep and the groggy, lazy feeling of the whole day. So after the week that we've had, maybe on Sunday, call it a day of rest if you can, or at least take it slow.
0: All right, Donna, thank you so much. Sounds like a wet and wild week indeed. So I would say my biggest takeaways for you all, if we were to sum it up, we are beginning Mercury retrograde this week. And this Mercury retrograde period is very potent. And it's not one that we're going to be able to think our way through. It is one in which we are going to want to really hone that capability to feel our way through. Okay. So the Mercury retrograde, I would say also the Uranus into Taurus is a big, huge uh, highlight for the week. So this is going to bring about a lot of collective shifts, some uncertainty, lots of change. Um, and so again, this idea of nurturing, honoring, understanding, bringing awareness to self and soul and really connecting in and doing the things that help you do that. It's a great time to start practicing that. And then... The third takeaway is enjoy the weekend and focus on kindness and watch for the blame game. And things should be a little bit more calm this weekend. So enjoy. Donna, anything else you want to add? I think I'm going to need to get a new umbrella. let's add that
1: to the recap. New umbrellas. New umbrellas because wet and wet and more
0: wet is um, something that I'm personally working on. So I guess we will see how the month evolves. Gosh, that's so interesting. I've just noticed so much wetness again with my children, like so much emotional processing and woo. Okay. So just get used to it, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I had one of those moments of like, oh my God, is it always going to be this way? You know how when you go into that place, it's just Things are just way worse it, once you start having that thought. Are things always going to be this way? So yeah. All right. Well, we'll just get some umbrellas and we'll, we'll learn how to, uh, how to have fun and dance in the rain. Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in, for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on Thursday's episode featuring astrologer Nadia Shah. She is amazing. You're going to love this episode. We're going to be talking about soul purpose. We're going to be talking about common misconceptions about purpose. I love how she answered that question. So lots of really great um, inspiration and wisdom coming your way. Check it out. If you haven't subscribed and rated and reviewed the podcast, we would be so appreciative if you could. And we read every review. Thank you so much to all of you who have reviewed the podcast. You are what keeps us going. All right, we'll catch you on the next episode.
1: Relationships, putting your dreams into action, your ideal career path, what themes are up for you to explore in the coming month? Find out now by downloading Astrology Hub's free lunar cycle calendar for the next month. The calendar gives you the details on the upcoming week's cosmic curriculum, including the theme, mantras, daily aspects, and journal prompts that you can use to work with the energy. Just go to astrologyhub.com calendar to get your free lunar cycle calendar now. That's astrologyhub.com calendar.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode.
1: Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.